Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 95 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute, but right now we're going to, uh, during this episode, we're going to take a look at the Vashtor book, Arcs of Omen, as well as the latest previews and probably a very interesting preview from last week, which is a lot of speculation. It could be a number of things, but I'm interested to see what you guys think it's, it's referring to. Oh, yeah. But as always, we like to start with what we've been doing hobby-wise, and we'll start with JF. I, I have been prepping for Adepticon, yo. <laughs> I think we're all in that same boat. Uh, it's it's weird because it's kind of um, it's a mix, right? I'm preparing for the team tournament. Big yeah. return to the team tournament after uh, many years absent. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also preparing for my friendly army. Uh, I can't talk about the team tournament thing because it's all yes, hush, yes, hush, yes. secret, secret. But if you I, are like, if you are listening to this while you are at Adepticon, um, and you see uh, either Jeff or I, we have like a little something. If you catch us early enough, um, oh, that absolutely, that's like, true. It might give it away a little bit. And and I, I think from what they've told me, you'll be able to know which one is theirs. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you might not know that it's ours. Well, fair enough. But you won't miss it. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what I should say. Showcase and you miss it. Like, Something cool. has gone horrifically wrong. <laughs> or or at stupendously drunkenly right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or wrong for us. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, so your friendly army, this is your your tank army, right? Or your vehicle yeah, army. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tank army. There's one sentinel for flavor because I had some spare points at the end. And it's it's so much fun to be able to paint a low model account army where I get to do something special, different, and stupid with every single model. Oh, what's that like? That sounds great. That sounds way better than what I'm doing. You're doing orcs. <laughs> I sure am. Sorry for selling you out, but... <laughs> I mean, at this point, when people are listening to this, like, the friendly's over, right? That's the day before, or a couple days before? Yeah, it's going to be Wednesday, so a couple days before. Okay. Anyways, yeah, come and see my so, army. They'll probably be painted by then. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, yeah. Well, you're using the uh, both praise and malinged slap chop method. I am loving my slap chop. Let me tell you, uh, by the way, in case you are also an orc painter, um, Militarum Green mm. is the A-plus orc skin. Forget orc flesh, it's too green. Militarum yeah, that one's green. really strong. It's really strong. Militarum Green is... And I've been using the uh, Plague Bearer flesh for the more goblin-y weak ones. It's very good. Big fan. Because, very important for those who don't know, orcs, orc flesh, orc skin gets darker, stronger, and more powerful they are. Yeah. So you, uh, if you want to be accurate, if you want to be uh, specific like Amy is... Need to uh, you need to select several shades of green. Yeah, because I'm such a slave to the lore. <laughs> I just get bored painting the same color all the time. People are like, "What's your recipe for orc flesh?" I don't. I don't it, every green paint I have. 
I just throw you some greens be... on it, and then it, it looks like an orc. Yeah. I mean, I'm kidding around, but, I mean, the lore is designed to be flexible. Yeah. Oh, sure. So, yeah, you can be a slave to the lore and do whatever the hell you want. I'm being That's a slave to the lore great. inventing my own detachment of a, of a militarum. They're very good. I, I'm so happy that every one of my tank has, like, a little story. Mm, that's awesome. Like, if you want to hear me nerd out, like, if you want me to be the D&D player that explains all the stats and history <laughs> behind my my, uh, my dark elf Silverleaf, who's also an orphan and uh, married to an half-orc, half like, if you want all that nitty-gritty but about tanks, yeah, come <laughs> and see me. <laughs> Catch yeah. him in round two, because that's when he gets real good. <laughs> I love round two. It's the round I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Amy? Orcs? Been so orcs, orcs, I'm I'm slapping the chop. Um, and it's actually I'm pretty happy with it. I am I have definitely reached the just put paint on them phase. The fun phase. But uh, so I did do, I did, t- because the theme of the friendly this year is Top Gun, I did spend some time the other day working on my plane, because that's that's my centerpiece model. Mm-hmm. Um, and be. I am pretty delighted with how it has turned out. Um, I have painted one wing a different color, um, as if they had picked it up at the junkyard. <laughs> you know, like when you see that car driving down the street with the one the one door that's the different color. Yeah, that's where we're at on this plane. I am pretty happy with how it has turned out. Um, learning the whole dry brushing metallics thing that I learned from Monument Hobbies has been a game changer. Um, I did it on some of those. Uh, I did it on one of those um, uh, custodes that we got, whatever, a year ago-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I do it on all my rusty metal and I could not be happier. Um, so it's just full of Devticon panic is where I'm at. There you go. Um, rattling grime, underrated color. That's one of the new ones, right? My pro tip. I love how we're at a point, I was telling that to Amy the other day, um, where there are so many different ways of doing weathered armor and metallics and, and stuff just weathering things yeah that we have options yeah it's not, i'm already um, but i'm like mentally i'm already very much on the like all right so next year because i am determined that this is not going to be happening next year and we all know like we've all been here you you've all been here we've done we've been through this before yes, just no, none of this is new we understand that I will absolutely be doing this next year, too. But no, I, for the moment listen, I can pretend I won't be panicking. I am. I am here to tell you that while you may not necessarily eliminate the last-minute rush, it can get better. No, my 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 ideal would be that this time next year I'm putting those super final details on my golden demon entry. Like that's. That's where I want to be. Or, like, adding that one unit that they just put out that I'm like, oh, well, obviously that's perfect, so I guess I'll just put that in. That's, like, the right. goal. Right, no, that's, that is... And, and it's, it's, it's not an impossible goal. No, I think I can do it. Maybe. Are, are you guys still <sighs> planning on taking the team chairman off next year? 
We don't know yet. It's up in the air. We've we've got some some uh, we were taking some meetings. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, and, some uh, options have know. opened up that, yeah, we, that we, were... we had not considered in the past. Yeah. Um, and once once again, the I this is my last team tournament may turn out to be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. How about you, Matt? How's your Adepticon panic going? Um, well, I'm down to three models for, I'm playing in the Marvel Crisis Protocol, then I got three more models I have to pay for that. Um, other than that, I am all set, but, you know, they're all individual character models, so they take, take some time. Yeah. They're more um, interesting to do, though. Yeah. I find. Yeah, for sure. But, um. I feel that in a way, they're, they're probably more interesting, but in another, another way, like, you can't get too creative with them. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it you don't have the to make a lot of decisions. Right. Yeah. No, that's yeah. yeah. It's how do I get this this effect right? But um. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty I'm close there. Hopefully. The <laughs> hopefully I'll uh, I should be able to finish and not having to be painting anything at the hotel. But I also there's an orc that I really want to paint, and that's like kind of like he's sitting there put together, and it's like just paint me, skip all that other stuff. Oh, yeah, no, I had to hide him. Yeah. Mm. I had to hide a couple models. Um, yeah, I was like, no, we uh, can't talk about this right now. Yeah. He sneaks into my thoughts and whispers that I should right? paint him also. Right. Mm. I had to hide Vashtor. I, because I, I, like, the, I took him out of the box, which we'll get to, but I, I had to, like, immediately, I was like, nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> Put him away. This is not a project to be rushed. He will be here when I get home. So he's going to be like my reward project. Nice. My buddy Vashor. I am excited for, as we call it, Hobby New Year. Hobby New Year. Yeah. So we'll have to have our, we'll have to have our, our Hobby New Year's resolutions. Where we talk about how we'll ready, be ready for next time. time for Adepticon. How and... everything's going to be different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we won't get pulled in 18 different directions. No, I'm, no, 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 no. That, I'm not. That I'm never gonna say. Yeah, yeah. You can never actually, right? <laughs> I know. We better. all think it, but then we stop ourselves before we say I mean, it. I'll we know say it. Sure. Yeah. Well, I won't say it. I, I know better. <laughs> I just, I just know that it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Okay, to say I am excited to see your friendly armies and your team tournament army at Dubscom this year. I too am eager to see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, as we discussed, uh, we're going to take a look at the Arcs of Omen latest book, Vashtor. Games Workshop was kind enough to send us uh, a preview of the book, as well as the Wrath of the Soul Forge King box. I think I said the name Soul, right. Soul um, of the Wrath King Doesn't Forge. matter. It's good. All of it. Just switch them. <laughs> um, but uh, a, a nice box, as we already talked about. Some Dark Angels, some Chaos... Uh, Vehicles and in all, uh, I should say, the demon engines and Vashtor and the new Azrael model. Yes. So, Vashtor. Vashtor. I I'm so excited about Vashtor. All right. So I have slowly come to terms with not getting my Dark Mechanicum announcement at Adepticon. Like that's I. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Um. But I did devour the lore in the Arcs of Omen Vashtor book. Um, and I am very excited about it because there is an 
awful lot of mention of the dark mechanicum so that's fine they're come like it it's in the forefront and that's that's okay i've got other options to make it similar but i love it so i feel like we've set vashtor up for more um he's after a key we don't know what this is i don't know what this is someone might know what this is um we're attacking the rock which is fun as someone who hasn't been super down in the lore. Like I've, I've had surface level lore information. Um, I learned a lot. I did a lot of Googling while I had to do this. Uh, they also put in some handy sidebars. If you don't know what the rock is, they've put a handy sidebar to tell you that it's the last little fragment of the home world of the dark angels that they slapped some engines on and a shield. And they were like, we live here now. Um, things are getting crazy in the old, chaos side of things uh we have bellicor rolling with the chair it's gonna say he, sh- he kind of shows up out of nowhere he's like i just want to mess with I you i don't know he's like oh by the way i'm ruining your day yeah which was rude i'd kind of liked bellicor before that but now i'm like well i don't know not where my allegiance lies so now i've got i i have written so much lore in my head now like fan fiction is like i know exactly where this story is going next and it's Vashtor is a very cool character for chaos and he is primed to be like his own thing because like he is he's he's not a pawn of the great game and a lot of the power that the other chaos gods are sort of depending on comes from him and so there's like super weird power dynamics going on and and yeah well, one thing that's interesting about Vashtor is that he, first, he is very powerful in of his set himself. Yeah. But he, he's got this plan of ascending, not just like he's not like a Primarch saying, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna become a demon Primarch." Like, no, no, no. He wants to be a, a, a fifth Chaos God. Yeah. Yeah. And the Chaos Gods have always been a little bit like the Emperor in the sense that, yeah, they're there, but they don't have much of a personality they don't like they don't have a narrative presence they're right. they're in the background they're quiet we see their actions we see the repercussions of their existence but they don't do anything which is fine because that just makes them greater more mysterious more like more interesting but having vashtor thrown in there kind of creates this bridge between mm-hmm. your typical Chaos Prince, Demon Primarch, Super Chaos Dude, and the gods they worship. Like, it's this in-between that we usually don't get to enjoy. They also go into a fair amount of detail about, like, how he takes on his, you know, form in his, like, physical form in the real world outside of the warp. And that, I feel like that has a lot of potential to be something else like we have the primarchs but this this says that someday we could theoretically have like the avatar of nurgle as like Mm. a whole separate thing you know what i mean like the physical manifestation of nurgle himself like we've learned that these you know these presences these powerful presences can manifest and that's that's got some cool potential 
I, I feel like there's a direction that Games Workshop can take the whole gods in this universe that would be interesting for pretty much all the races. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that they're bringing back, like, we, we've got Demon Primarchs, we've got Primarchs returning. I don't know that I want to see necessarily the, the Emperor, but... No. There's, there's like... The, the Tyranids could have a big a bigger presence in the form of of hive mind creatures that are that we haven't seen yet on the tabletop. Like, the leagues of Votan could have a, an avatar of a Votan on the battlefield that would be weird. Mm-hmm. The Eldar is like we've got a couple of avatars. We could yep. have more. There's sure. room for more avatars. Uh, an avatar of Sigarash for I the Harpoons would be. Mm-mm. Amazing! I mean, everybody starts getting their own. They're like, "Hey, this is our thing. We're gonna have to get more." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of it would it would kind of be the direction that it is in Age of Sigmar, where like right. you know you worship a god because he's he's over there. <laughs> like, he's he's, he's there, right there. Like he's he is right, right there. over Let there. Let me point on it. I mean, the extra Militarum would get nothing. <laughs> No, and I is that the fun part? Like, is that the is that why I'm so into this idea? <laughs> the uh, well, like we the... can get more living saints. Oh, well, there you go. That's that's a sister bell thing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say no. the Imperium gets nothing, but no, the, the sisters. The, the Imperium gets get plenty, but like like the um, I mean, just manifestation of the Omnissiah for the uh, yeah, Mac. <sighs> And that's the thing, like, then you get, yeah, I, I make fun, like, oh, the Astra Militarum get nothing. But the Astra Militarum then can embody even more strongly their, their the idea that they're the humans in this battle of right. weird aliens, demons, gods, and, and, and oddities. And just give them uh, a, a more technologically weird military bullshit that they're so yeah hungry yeah, for. for. I, and I do like how they kind of talk about, like, how, you know, Nurgle is all about, you know, sp- spreading disease and, and Korn's all about killing. And, and Vashra is like, he's just, oh, I just want to build stuff and see if it works, right? Yeah. And and just keep taking things, throwing, like, like a kid with a, a box of Legos. Like, I'm just going to throw it together, see what it looks like, see if it if it works. Not if not, I'm going to tear it apart, do something else. Um, but I also liked that that there has been an abominable intelligence in the Inquisition, hiding out uh, by underperforming at every task it's asked to do. <laughs> I have called you that. So yeah, I was going to say. Sounds like middle management to me. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, hiding and in plain yeah, sight. Yeah, and it's like, Vastor is like, you have information I need. Right, and that's... Well, what's, that's... In it, what, what's in it for me? And that's like says... his, his character flaw, right? Because while they're, they're fighting, he's like, oh, what's that machine? I should go connect with that. Hold on, I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah, or his he's he taps into every instance of, you know, every other mechanical eye or whatever because he's used to being in the warp where everything occurs all at once and everything is visible. And so when he's forced into a single timeline... He gets distracted. He's yeah. the ADHD like, right. <laughs> hero that we've all been looking for. I was like, I feel you, man. I too have lost what I was desperate to find by. So what you're trying to say, distracted. he's he's going to be defeated by a proper diagnosis and uh, an adequate uh, mental yeah, health if care. He, yeah, if he just like 
you know, had some good caffeine, he'd probably settle down a little bit. And uh, in the in the lore, the the dark angels is kind of do their dark angels thing. Um, yeah, which is we're gonna keep falling back until we eventually you're too tired to and you run away. So, I mean, there's some cool little little scenes where you know, and it's they, not over. Is the other no part. for sure, for sure because it's right. He's whatever he's she's after there. He he want he need he feels like he needs to get it. Yeah. Because so. it's one of the core components to the the heart of the key. And, and then yeah, they've already got 70% of the fragments they need. That's real good, man. Well done. That's a passing grade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a kid um, with AD, ADHD. If he's he's doing great. Yeah, um, exactly. He's got a lot of help. And, yeah. So I'm like, I've never been so hyped for story before, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I do like how it kind of caps off with Abaddon, like, kind of telling him, like, stop it. Like handle your business yeah and he's like who do you who do you think you are <laughs> um but good lore in, the, in this one uh the lore continues to be to be good um as was shown and as as jeff correctly guessed um and amy too it's the next book is is town orcs mainly yeah um ah, not a difficult guess to make no for sure but yeah. a little disappointing um only because you know you, you hype it up by hiding it and then you're like oh it's just, just it's town wars i mean cool stuff with it for sure but sure. it's still it's like no well it's just town wars no. it's not... here's the thing like i mean if we you're came up player... with a lot of cool stuff yeah. in our yeah. speculations prior to that what could we do with the xenos book all right well here's 85 brilliant ideas of brand but in in their defense, like if you're a Tau player and you're really into Farsight, the model is is insane. Oh, for sure. And oh yeah, the idea of seeing that lore advance a bit is not unwelcome. No, oh, yeah. no, not at all. No, I'm into it. Yeah, it'll and it'll be interesting to see how that ties into the rest of the story, right? Because it's it's the fourth book, right? It's, it's the last book. How's it gonna all? end up mm-hmm. or or leave a hanging thread for something else uh, right and similar to the other arcs books these give you some more faction rules so it expands on the previous one um giving some of the other factions in 40k their own stratagems and and rules um the necrons the tyranids gene Sterler cults uh death guard ad mech um they all all get their extra rules for boarding actions. Um, mm-hmm. And what I liked is if you look at the missions, you can use the shadow vault upgrades, like all those little cool yeah. things you can use those in, like they give you, you know, a little bonus effect. You pay points for them. Um, but cool that, that we get to see that stuff actually like having a purpose now other than just decoration. Yeah. I, I had a feeling that they would bring that back because mm. I mean, Listen, GameStop likes to sell models, and uh, those scenery kits are some of their best models in uh, in, the, in recent history. So, yeah. not as flashy as a cool character, but really versatile and and uh, and useful. And uh, you know, some more missions, some more cool rules like being able to teleport around or, or booby trap some doors and stuff. Um, but it's 
in uh you know you can again run it as a campaign just running through all the missions too or you can just kind of skip around and, and do what you want um and the rules for Vashtor and Azrael are in here. Luckily, this is not the only place you can get them. Um, yeah. Because they did put them up just right online. Do have. I'm hoping. I like that. Uh, go, go ahead. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that this becomes. They they keep moving in the good direction, and I just yes. want them to finish moving in the good direction. I don't want them to falter. Yeah. And I was originally, you know, when we got the preview book, I was a little worried because I saw, oh, wait, the two data sheets are in here. Well, are you going to give it to us some other way? And sure enough, right? Here you go. Yeah. Right on, right on in there. Warhammer community articles about the two characters. Yep. Here's the data sheet. Have fun. So that is. Vashtor, and like we said, uh, one more coming up. We should see that soon. Um, as far as boarding actions go, lots of new boarding patrols coming out as well. Um, the sisters, Thousand Sons, and Custodes all getting their own little boarding party or boarding patrol. Um, I love the Custodes box. It's so tiny. I know. Mm. <laughs> nine guys, nine models, and, and you're good to go. Um, and the Thousand Suns one has the um, the creature in there. What's it called? Oh, the Chaos Spawn, yeah. So, yeah. Um, neat little addition there. Um, maybe a weird place to put it, but... Man, the Sisters is just, you know, your typical sister stuff. Um, well, you got some Sacrosants. You got... like it's, it's Yeah, it's it's like small them. groups of... Small groupings of guys, but... All of them make good starter sets, whether you're doing boarding patrols or not. Yeah, and this is a this one actually is um, you know, there's the army set that they did right, but this one has yep. those other units. So if you get had that in like two of these, right, you'd be in a pretty good spot for a full army. Right. Now, um, Games Workshop is is really getting it as far as getting people into the hobby for the models. I feel like they're upping their game. Um, they just need to do the same thing for the rules. Yeah, definitely. Um, and we also get to see... So they've showed... right. We know that with the next book, we're getting a new Snickrot yes. and a new Farsight. We are. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Snickrot is... Um, so I when they put out Kill Team at first and came with 10 Commandos, I was very quick to trade... The other dudes that I don't care about, um, the Def Corp, for more commandos. I did the same. So I had 20 commandos. And then they put out another Octarius box that had another 10 commando. So I got, that got me to like 30 commandos. And um, somehow, by other miracles, I got another 10 commandos, <laughs> which brings me to 40 commandos. And nice. then now they're putting out, like, already, like, when I was at 20 Commandos, I thought, you know what, I need a Snickrot. Because the original model was great. Like, the way he's shushing and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's he's so cool. Uh, I couldn't get one. I, I bothered Amy, like, to see if she had one. I bothered all my friends. I checked on local forums. And I couldn't get one. Even the local store that has a lot of old models. No, no Snickrot. And I was really bummed, really disappointed. Now they put out a plastic Snickrot. 
Yeah. And I got 40 commandos. <laughs> <laughs> An army list kind of draws itself. The only problem is, as cool as the new Snickrot model is, he's not shushing. That's true. But but you can loaded. you can build him with his visor down though. And it is a cool visor. Like they kept most of the aesthetic, which is awesome. Yeah. And uh and also along with Snickrot, he'll be available in a boarding patrol, which I'm excited has freebooters in it, because I love freebooters. I love freebooters. I still have uh my Stampa and slowly been collecting bits to make it a pirate stompa, but Ooh, nice. One of these days we'll get around to it, right? Mm-hmm. I <laughs> put it on the list. I, it's fine. I can't dream of collecting everything that the orcs yeah. put out. So I'm probably going to be trading my uh, my flash gets for some beast snagas. I'll, I'll do that trade. I think oh, I already man. have someone who oh, volunteered. Okay. Did, did you volunteer, Amy? Uh, yeah, but I'm taking something else, I think. I don't remember. We'll figure it out. Is we'll, it your chaos? Anyway, we'll talk. It's probably your it chaos. is my chaos, yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, great box, and also Commander Farsight, another model that needed an update. And oh boy, the uh, he he had a glow up again, yeah, for sure. He um has a much better presence than the previous model, mm-hmm. right? I've never liked the idea of the Farsight Enclave because, like, I picked up Tau when they first came out because they're a ranged army. They shoot. And, like, someone's saying, oh, but this guy has a sword. And I thought, that's stupid. <laughs> and I stayed with this prejudice for a very long time. I still kind of have that prejudice. But at the same time, oh, that, is, that model is dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's also in a... Another uh, boarding patrol, which this is another great one, right? Because crisis teams and battle, uh, crisis battle suits, fire warriors, and him, right? You could easily, if you were getting into town and bought like two or three of these, you could easily get rid of the extra um, far sides yeah, you, out of those. You can oh, yeah. pawn the far side and would have a, a great start to a town army, right? Because you need fire warriors, and crisis suits are a core part of the army, from what I remember. Um, I, as someone who plays with very few uh, crisis suits, let me tell you, <laughs> they're really nice to have. <laughs> <laughs> Their absence is quick. To it's notice. quick. To, yeah, you know, you know, you don't have them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what they do, but I can tell you what they what not having them does. <laughs> um, and. We also get to see what I thought was really cool for Necron, the Sanctioner Pattern Automaton. The uh, little AI robot who's going to stomp around in Necromund and, and grab her or punch her. Oh, yes. yes hurt people in the, in the worst ways, right? It goes oh, yeah. with the... I don't um, know why. You said Necromunda and I heard Necrons. I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> little, more, little more AI slipping into, into the Imperium here. Oh, yeah. Give me those. Uh, Amy was talking about the abominable intelligence from uh, the Vastor yeah. book. Yeah. For give sure. me, give me an army. Give me a robot uprising army. Like that's not Necron. Yeah, like the um, whatever they're called from Blackstone Fortress. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, um, that's a different the, one though. Yeah, but I mean the spider robots and yeah, 
And the uh, robot character that's in that was, of course, you know, just oh, one yeah, of many the... robots. He's fine. Don't even worry hey. about him. He's he's fine. The other thirty hidden away in like a space hulk somewhere. Maybe not. They're not as fine. <laughs> Everything's fine everywhere, <laughs> forever. Uh, and I thought this was this was nice. They're instituting a little recycling program um, for old sprues and paint pots and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. which they reuse only in the UK. Um, we're kind of spread out in the US over here as far as Warhammer stores go, anyway. But um, I thought it was nice that they were doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, like, for someone who works in the, uh, like, I work for a company that does environmentally friendly products, so we do a lot of um, stuff like that. Like, we do communicate. It It is not easy, even within one country, to um, align everything you need to do proper recycling programs on the corporate level. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. I can understand why Games Workshop is starting this one in a limited way because, and especially like in the U S they're going to have to deal with every state on an individual level, maybe Plus, even on a County level. Yeah, yeah. We don't, they do the manufacturing there. So there's like extra transport steps right. from here and then send it back here. Like that's a lot. Like at some point your, your fuel to transport it all outweighs whatever you're saving uh yeah. in uh in recycling the plastic and i mean right it, but it, uh, to, to, to give kind of an example on some of the products that we work on for our packaging like we don't necessarily like we don't necessarily need us to be recycling it directly but we can it's just about routing it like collecting it at the proper stores and then sure. routing it to the proper recycling facilities which again sounds super simple like that, but it's coordinating it like in a different country for a whole country, fifty states, a million, a bunch of counties that all have different rules for this stuff. Like. Yeah, and not all plastics can be recycled everywhere the same way. So right, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, a great idea for them to you know hopefully save a little bit on production costs because, um, I mean, even even if you use. Sp- your sprues for everything that everybody in the world has there and sprues are good for, whether it's, you know, as a, as a painting handle or, or making terrain, you still have sprues that you end up throwing away because you just have so many sprues. Yeah. Um, have you guys been checking out the, the 40 years of Warhammer little, little articles? Even yeah. Yes. Today they had a, a Titan, a tiny Titan. <laughs> Yeah, the original Warlord Titan. Um, and it's been really interesting to see some of the older models, like the Imperial Dragon. Um, all those cool models that, you know, we probably missed out on because we're... I mean, I'm old, but I'm not old enough to have gotten some of that stuff. Well, plus we didn't, like, it wasn't... You couldn't it get wasn't it. so international back in the day. Yeah, I think my first Games Workshop order... I had to order it from the UK and I had to wait six to eight weeks for delivery. So yeah. 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 All all I could do was pick up whatever was at the local store, which is amazing that they had stuff, but I was like seven or eight. (laughs) Yeah. There there was a store in the, in the mall in, in Uh Salem that had uh, Eric Fuchs hobbies, but they had like a box of Deathwing Terminators and a box of blood claws. And that was it. Yeah. And they sat there forever, and I finally, I bought them, though. 
eventually. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you're getting like whatever, a couple bucks a week takes a while to get up there. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. Like, Games Workshop, unfortunately, is like, it, this is not a hobby that you do on an allowance. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's just, it's funny to see all these models that I see people talking about because I'm part of like the old hammer. Facebook groups and stuff, and of course, you know, somebody in the UK has like 12 Imperial Dragons that they've been sitting on forever. And I'm like, wow, I could never even, I never even seen one of those before. But um, it's been neat to see sort of the, the reflection back on the older models and see where, where they started. And you know they're building up to releasing, re-releasing a remodeling of one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like they did with, what is it, Slambo? Yeah. Yes, this such a serious game. It's very serious, you guys. Hey, I would I nominate here on Blackheart. Thanks. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, we're doing all this chaos. I don't think he's old stuff. enough. I know I think he's old enough. Either, he's not, but I can pretend. He he'll get his, Amy. I hope so. He'll he's eventually. A, he's a he's a beloved character. They've distracted me with Vashtor, so... Right, right. <laughs> At least they keep cool, uh, throwing out cool stuff that distracts you for a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, but we also get, last week, the end of last week, a Echoes from the Warp was in the preview. Um, mm-hmm. And so, what it, so a lot of speculation around this one, because it's obviously a Space Marine Terminator reflected in the eye of some Tyranid beast. Okay, so one thing I want to be very specific. A classic Terminator head. Yes, yes. So it is not... Very important. Not some Primaris, you know, version 8.9 Terminator, cross the Rubris, whatever thing. It's it's a classic old school Terminator, or I should say, you know, the current Terminators that we have, face mask. Um, So not anything new. But, you know, we don't know what the Tyranid actually is. Um, it's not a, I guess we could say we know it's not a gene stealer, right? Because it has the armor plating on its head. Right. But that doesn't really narrow down what it could be. No, uh, Tyranids have a very specific, recognizable biological architecture, if you will. Um, and, yeah, it fits that, but otherwise... Yeah. It There's a seem... lot of stuff that looks like that. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, there is and there isn't. But at the same time, because it has kind of like these weird protruding cheekbone things. Mm. It does. Which I can't really place on which um, Tyranid creature I've seen that before. Probably none. But that doesn't mean it's not just a slight reinterpretation of the art. Because there are, like, depending who's drawing each Tyranid, like, sometimes you've got slight details that change like that. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, like, is it also just the reinterpretation of a mod, an old unit getting a fresh model? Like, is this a is this a biovore? Is this a lictor? Like, there's nothing like nothing locks it in just because as something new, just because it's slightly different, right? Because tyranids are weird. (laughs) They are weird. So of course, and the only thing they have in the video is what could this mean? Right, so speculate. obviously, yeah, a, a ton of people said, "Well, clearly, it's Lionel Johnson that's back." Right, right. <laughs> um, some people said, "New, you know, Space Hulk again, tenth edition." 
Um, All right. So let I. <sighs> so my my thought, my first thought when I saw it was, oh, that's the next Kill Team box. Right. Which essentially is Space Hulk again, just not like Space Hulk rules, right? Kind of. So my um my current going theory that I'm gonna put ahead, put out there. Um, because I, I agree that kill team is a very good option. Um, mine is twofold. There's like two ways this could go. Um, we're about due for a new Warhammer quest and we should be mm-hmm. on the 40 K side. So if it was space Hulk, that's, you know, that's a thing that it could happen. Or we did just have them just re-release dungeon bowl it's been 10 years since the last time they was, they put out Space Hulk. I was going to ask how so, long it's been. Yeah, it's been 10 years. So it it and it was a limited run. Yeah. So it it could they could just straight up be putting Space Hulk out again. Do do we do you feel like it's time for that? I guess I guess 10 years I mean, is is they pretty it's kind of their cycle, right? For Yeah. I mean, do I feel like we need it? Not necessarily, but that doesn't mean they won't do it. He and it would be, it, it would be have to, it would be I like your Warhammer questish idea better because because yeah. right Space Hulk is and not that they couldn't change it but it's Tyranids and Gene Steelers right right and then the Primarch and you know maybe something else but um, you don't usually see the the armored head right Tyranids right. in there I mean not that they couldn't change it and and, and add more models into the range into the game. Um, and make it more expansive, which would not be necessarily be a bad thing. But well, that's the thing. Like they can very easily make this uh, Warhammer Quest Space Hulk. Yeah. And you've got everything you need to play a basic, standard, run-of-the-mill Space Hulk game. But also, and maybe like that's the first few scenarios. The first few mm-hmm. scenarios is your Terminators and your Gene Stealers. But then, as you go further, your scenarios expand, and you bring in some other characters. Some, I don't know some uh, some privateers, some other gene uh, tyrannid creatures, some uh, maybe some uh, some gene stealer call. Like you some could have some inquisition. Like you could have everything you need for it to be classic standard garden variety space hulk, and then from there in the same box move forward from there, right? Satisfying everyone with one release. Yeah. I mean, I am excited for whatever it could be because i love space hulk and i'm enjoy i like kill team um this could also be you know oh here's here's an updated tyranid thing with monsters like we always talk about like we look to see our huge hive beasts and stuff yeah. um and, and that's the thing like they just released a whole box of space marines that right just is just new space marines yeah, no yeah, lore, new, nothing special. Two new, right? Two new units: a dreadnought, the guys, and I guess a couple different lieutenant data sheets because you can give them different stuff now. But yeah, yeah. yeah the, I mean, I would, I would love like kind of we talked about right instead of redoing codexes over and over. That that's just how they do it, right? Here's a here's a battle force box. They'll be available separately later. Gives you the new couple new units, and then once in a while, oh, here's you know maybe direct order codex that has all the updated stuff in one book if you want it that way yeah it's it, i feel that business wise that would be the 
the most lucrative way direction to go. And I, I don't think it's Kill Team though, because Kill Team has its own logo, and this is clearly a forty mm. k okay. logo. Sure. I mean, the Warhammer could... forty thousand logo is on top of the Kill Team logo, but yeah, but they they tend to uh, they, they they do tend, tend to, to like... explicitly say Kill Team when it's Kill Team, right? Which so. unfortunately, kind of like in that same philosophy would rule out Warhammer Quest because again, that yeah. also has its own logo. Well, um, but didn't Blackstone Fortress? had a Blackstone Fortress logo, right? That's... Yeah, it does have the Warhammer Quest logo on it, though. Oh, okay, gotcha. Also. But it does, hmm. yeah, you're right. Blackstone Fortress has its own. Then again, maybe they're just keeping it generic yeah. to obfuscate. Yeah, There's yeah, also yeah. the possibility this is something completely different. Like, we yeah, are seeing... I mean, like, we see tier, like, I mean, a Tyranid and a Terminator, like, we're not like, ooh, Sigmar. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that part's pretty clear. Ooh, Underworlds? Excellent. You know, I mean, you say that, but cause here's the thing, right? Like, okay, forty k. Maybe we are getting forty k underworlds, and oh that's the thing. Oh my god! We're we're also on the I tail end. Considered it. We're we're also on the tail end of the arcs of omen stuff, so they need to start maybe looking at the next campaign thing, and yeah. maybe that's it. This is this this is the first introduction to it. Like, there's so many directions this could go. And I mean, and we it's been a while since we've had a like a. Tyranids be the big threat, right? Which yeah. the last time I think was was what that was fifth edition, sixth edition maybe, when they had that box set where they invaded, tried to get on Ultramar again. Um, Just a reminder, the Gene Stealers are on Terra. Yes, that is another thing yes. that is important to keep in mind. <laughs> I feel Just, that 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 came and like went. We've all forgotten. <laughs> They planted a seed that they're now going to reveal to us next week at a Death Count. Uh, well, how how cool can this get? Like, and we've talked about this. Like, how how the, the genetic code of the Emperor in 40k would be the top prize for a high fleet to get. Imagine oh, yeah. the monstrosities it could spawn from something like that. Yeah. Like, just nibble a finger of them. Yeah. Like, just, the possibilities are damn near endless. I feel like like a fun way to end 40k is like great chaos finally makes it to Terra. All everybody on Terra flees. They land on that planet and then they're like, oh, sorry, it's like infested with gene stealers, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like one of those you. like bad house buying shows. Like, oh, I bought this <laughs> limb. Ah, foundation. It wasn't in uh, the disclosures. The is, like, it's, it's infested with gene stealers and all the high fleets just yeah. show up. Yeah, just yeah. all at once. And we're like, well, this is not worth it. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, my guesses will know by when by the time you hear this, we have already found out. But I assume the Adepticon preview will, uh, yeah, it'll expand because that's we'll also that's the only kind of hanging thread they've left so far, as far as 40k is concerned, right? It's just that, and what is it? Yeah. Um. As as of as of our recording of this, we have, um. There, there will be one more tarot card yes. before the preview, and it will be number twenty. So that's interesting. And, and that that last tarot card um, was kind of a doozy. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't been watching those little tarot card reveals, go check them out. They're pretty. They're pretty interesting, and of course, leads to wild speculation, which is always fun. Yeah. The best kind. <laughs> uh-huh. 
So by the time you're hearing this, we will either be very shortly or have already seen the Adepticon preview. Um, so we've got 40K, right, which we just speculated about a little. Um, Horus Heresy, where do you think that seems to have so petered they out a just, little bit? They did just bring up demons. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah, by the way demons <laughs> i was like oh well now you have my attention um so may- maybe maybe that i don't know i i i don't know like i my thought is that it's going to be the and the rest part of horror right, heresy right. that is not oops all space marines they went so hard on horse heresy in one year yeah for sure it's... Which, all right, so now, if, let, let's pretend we're going to do 10th edition, if they go that hard, <laughs> like, everyone is covered in under a year, I will maybe be okay. Well, here's the thing, right? Because 10th edition is a very amorphous prediction. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, why totally. I don't, it's, that's why I don't like it as a prediction. Like from There was a like, lot oh. of discussion about how Games Workshop didn't even refer to this as ninth edition right. for a very long time until they were like it was in comparison to a previous edition. I forget what. But Um yeah, they were doing their retrospective like on the anniversary of the game. That's right. Um so, you know, maybe this is just the edition. And I that would be my ideal, obviously. Same. And the thing is like like I as I was saying, like the the idea of calling, like saying, "Oh, predictions sources say tenth edition," is it is the absolute most lazy thing because tenth edition could mean anything at this point, right? Like, yeah, for sure. Or so nothing. It could mean any, any anything or nothing. It it could mean yes, we're moving into a new edition and just we're going to go through the cycle again. But Games Workshop has shown a completely different behavior on how they handle rules and models and releases since ninth came out yeah so already you can't just rely on that it's it's too amorphous it could just be right here's here's a new rule book with all the tweaks you've done since the last rule book and a couple more yeah yeah that i mean that's that's what i would prefer to see yeah it would be nice to have a book where everything is updated it's just I don't want to do like I, I said. I said before, and I say it again. Like I just don't want to go through the, the the codex cycle again. Yeah, it's not interesting. It's not interesting, and I'm repeating myself over and over again. That is money that there people are not using to buy models. Yeah, unless you are really advancing a story, I'm not interested right. in new codex, right? Yeah, um, I'm more interested in new codex for new armies. Yes, or yeah. and or new campaign books that different ways to play and then push the story forward that way. Yes. Yeah, I know absolutely. Like honestly, like this whole Ark of Omen thing, I'm usually not big on campaign books, but the way those were handled without like without forcing rules into it, without shoehorning a bunch of bad releases like they did with Vigilus, that is how I want to see this. Like this is how I want to see the game evolve. Yeah. And well, I mean, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll find out soon enough. But I like oh, we, we found out by this point. We just don't know yet. Yeah, fair enough. True, but I mean, 
yes, ho hopefully next edition is just an update, right? We don't need to, like we've been saying, go through that whole whole cycle again. Um, Horus Heresy, I mean, I think you're you're it, you're probably right. It probably is, and here's all the other stuff too. Um, you know, not what, a lot of people. What does that mean, though? Not a lot of people, like in my local store, play Heresy, but there's a lot of dedicated players out there. And oh yeah. Um, I mean, I expect we'll see here's some more. Oh, here's some more units that were just resin before, but now they're plastic. You I know. mean, um, Forge World is removing a bunch of tanks from the shop. Yeah. Yep. And that's what they churned out, right? I was surprised at how many different tanks and dreadnoughts we got when they started doing Horus Heresy. We're getting the faction dreadnoughts now, like the chapter dreadnoughts now. And I. Yeah. Not about that. I'm not so sad pretty. about that. Cause... Yeah, I'm like, I, you know, they're rewarding my procrastination again. Yeah. Yeah. So great. It's good. Thanks. It's good. Um, and then Kill Team, I mean, we're. We're coming toward. But to wait, the... wait! I, oh, I want, I want to, I want to say one last yes, stupid please. thing about Horus Heresy, because that's the thing. Like they've caught up almost one hundred percent with Horus Heresy in a year. Yeah. Um. Even if they go like with what's what's remaining, at the speed they're going, that'll last three months. So yeah. at some point, they need to go into things that are Horus Heresy. But we haven't seen yet, which in a lot of ways means the rest of the galaxy during the Horus Heresy, mm. which, mm -hmm. I mean, Horus Heresy, Oryx, and Eldars, can we? Yeah. Have I been a good enough boy? Yeah, and, I'm, and I think that's a very simple release, right? It's the book, and then maybe just a few units, because... I mean, orcs works, right? They they kind of they've been. You can do a couple units, some upgrade kits, but they've kind of been the same. And same thing with Eldar, right? They yeah, well, they may have modernized a little bit, but they're still well, basically the same. Eldar's Eldar's are different though, because Eldar's at that point in history are right on the tail of their fall, right? True. These are different. Eldars. Oh yeah, so so the path isn't the path yet. They don't have that yet. Exactly. Like they, oh. they, they can redraw the, the entire race as one unified faction like that is going through shit. <laughs> you know, and I, and I would like to see, I mean, they already did their, you know, Solar Auxilia book, but seeing those models, because they're still forged only unless you just use regular Imperial Guard guys, right? But the actual solar auxilia models are look very different than imperial guard as we have them now so right. i assume they'll probably put those in plastic too yeah I'm, I'm, and i'm not saying this is definitely what we're going to see oh I'm yeah there are more possibilities in that direction than just finishing up converting things to to resin. right and, and you gotta remember right when they revealed this last year they're like this is a core game for us this is not mm. going away so they must, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, they basically took everything I said, this is ridiculous, it won't happen, and made it happen. Right, right. <laughs> hey, this this was really just Games Workshop thumbing their nose specifically at me. <laughs> they do that I'm a lot, bear, I, They do it all. Recently, I used to be so good at predicting Games Workshop. <laughs> And with uh, with Kill Team, are we 
Are we at the end of this cycle, or is there one more box in this cycle? We should have one more, right? Yeah, I one think so. this was three. That's what I thought. So. And to be honest, I mean, this is this is where I'm going to contradict myself. That little preview thing that doesn't have the Kill Team logo, it only has the Games Workshop logo, the 40K logo. We've had an entire freaking campaign. We've had four boxes in a Space Hulk like a named space hawk and mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna tell me that we're gonna go four boxes an entire campaign an entire season in a space hawk without tyranids yeah well that's why i thought it that's why that yeah. was my first thought and but i mean the, that's the, the 10 the 10 to sister uh releases for kill team and and 40k very well so yeah that's true could be both true very true um and I mean, that's a classic way to end it too, right? Space Marines and Tyranids. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm sure I expect to see whatever the last box is and then get nothing about the next cycle because they like to keep that. Yeah, they do like pretty to keep tight. that pretty close to the best. Yeah. And how far, uh, Amy, you keep track of Underworlds a little bit more than I think I, me or JF do. How many, do we have any more, how many more boxes are we for this season oh, of Underworlds? Oh, jeez. Um, I have lost track. Because I have been so busy. Um, I think we have a few more. Like, I don't think we've had that many so far. So I feel like we must have more coming. If The schedule has felt very weird for Underworlds. Because mm. it'll be like, hey, here's a box. Oh, hey, it's on pre-order this week. Um, and then nothing. And you're like, well, yeah. okay. Um, but now that they keep putting them in... Um, you know, they, they've been coming out pretty fast with the rules to add them to Warcry. Yes. Um, so that's been nice. But I, I have totally lost track of where we're at on the on the old roadmap. Like, they don't, they, they used to, like, basically every time a new, you know, every time a new box would come out, they'd be like, and here's the roadmap. And they don't do that anymore. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that. Not that it means something, but <laughs> they're just, they're like, we're not anymore. Good luck. It, ha- it hasn't stopped them from coming out with stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. But they just don't want to remind us anymore. Well, and what's missing from the preview is Warcry, right? Yeah. No, no Warcry and no, uh, no Titanicus stuff, which they just released some more weapons for Titanicus. I feel like that's not yeah. a great sign for that game. No, there's no Aeronautica either. Yeah. No. I have a feeling that both these games are going to be combined into Epic at some point. I'm okay with that. And, I mean, they could do it in a very elegant way where both the rules for both of the games remain, and then you've got, like, this third tier of rules. Yes. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah. Um, I was hoping... Well, and not that they if they combine them in Tepic, we wouldn't see them, but I was hoping for, you know, Chaos and Aeronautica. And... Well, that's the thing. Yeah, so like... I'm on my tiny dragons. Yeah. Yeah. And and this, the same goes for for uh, Titanicus. Like, I mm. was hoping eventually they would do Orc Gargants and some some uh, Eldar Titans and stuff. Like, they, 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 I feel that that's one place where they dropped the ball in getting the interest for that game is by limiting it to, yeah, you know, 
two brands of Imperial fighting each other. Uh, and I feel like if they do combine into Epic, that's when we'll see that other that other stuff come in. You know, yeah. then maybe that's maybe that's. I mean, Titanicus technically falls under Horus Heresy, kind of right. So maybe it's. Right. Hey, guess what? Horus Heresy hears everything else. Orcs, Eldar. Oh, and by the way, as part yeah. of Titanicus, here's that right. I'm trying to think if they've ever kept a, a a logo secret before a preview. You know what I mean? Like, oh, actually, uh, here is some Warcry. Or... I don't think they have. But... The only time they do that is when the logo is new. Right. Like for right. a new game. Right. Like, l- let's say this uh, this preview that we've seen for... Uh, with that, that Terminator and that Tyranid turns out to be a 40k version of Underworld, right. that's something they would keep hidden. Right. Yeah. For sure. Oh, man. I would be in so much trouble. <laughs> I, uh, it's so hard keeping up with I when I played Underworld. Keeping up with Underworld. The, well, they've, and they've fixed Underworld. They have a made lot it easier now. Since yeah. then. It, it's, way, it's way better now. You are not. It is not the card collecting game that it was when it started. Right. Um, they they they've done such a good job with balancing that game and making changes to how it's played in general and like keeping up like everything that you've you know if you've if you really love your warband that you were playing in like season one that's great no problem you can still play it yeah um, and they've made it really friendly for casual playing. Um, you know, they've done a good job. I'm very pleased, and they pay attention to balance, and it's very good. It's one of the best. I feel like it's one of the best, like monitored games, good. of anyone. You know, and of course, Age of Sigmar. Um, I'm sure we'll see whatever armies are coming down the road. Um. But they, they say it's going to be, you don't want to miss it because it's going to be a real showstopper. Of course, let's never forget when it was the biggest reel ever and it was the Gargants, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Orktober. We all remember Orktober. Uh, yeah. Don't talk about we don't The first rule of Orktober is don't talk about Orktober. <laughs> but I mean, Adepticon's their big one, right? Horus Heresy last well, year. Well, so here's the, here's the, yes, it is. Um, if there's anything that we're expecting and we don't see, it's worth mentioning that Warhammer Fest is at the end of April. Also true. Um, so there, there is other opportunity for you know things soon. Actually, isn't that what happened last last year? Wasn't Warcry and wasn't that at Warhammer Fest when they did those previews? I think so. Or am I misremembering? But yeah, I think that's what happened last year. Because some of the smaller stuff was saved for that. And I also want to point out, like, I don't think Games Workshop reveals new additions away from home. I don't think they do either. So mm, another true. reason why I don't think we're going to see a new edition at Adepticon is not necessarily because there won't be a new edition. Is this Games Yeah, they didn't do that as an, at an away game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. True. Yes, that'll be... Interesting. Actually, no, you're right. Now that I think back on it, right? It's always been a. Well, I mean, eighth edition was the, I think, one of the first online previews, right? Because they switched right. online, and then uh, ninth was. 
was it a Warhammer Fest one or was it just a generic one of their previews? I don't remember, but it was definitely it was. I remember watching it like online. It was definitely yeah. Like I can I can tell you I can't tell you what it was, but I can tell you what it wasn't, and it wasn't Adepticon. Yeah, right. I feel like Adepticon is for new games or new armies. Yeah, right. Those big reveals, and then you're right, like Warhammer Fest or their own online preview is for new editions or whatever. And, and then like Nova and stuff that's, Oh, we remember at Adepticon when we said Astro Military Arm's coming. Here's some models for Astro Military Arm. Right. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited either way. Should be good. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. We're going to go. We're all going to go. We're going to yes. sit there together and we're going to be excited. And I'm excited about that. This is my yeah. first in-person preview. And Ooh, we're going to be nice. sitting there, and they're going to do all the announcement. And, like, at the end, they're going to say, oh, by the way, to oh, tell okay. us about, like, the future of the Warhammer world in other media, here's Henry Cavill. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be a hoot and a half? <laughs> here's the thing, like, it is unlikely, but not but impossible. But not impossible. Right. And this is this is the weird world, weird world we live in now. Yeah, I mean, dude, let's go. Yeah, that'd be even play your filthy custodes. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> oh, he's he's in the team tournament with like uh, some other celebrities that play 40K. Oh, we got a spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be fine. Um, no, no, I want him to show up for the friendly. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I mean, that is ultimately what I do want. Like, yes. Drunk Henry Cavill. Here, I've got, I've got, I've got a pin for you. Here you go. Here, enjoy. Would you and, like a cupcake? Here you go. And this year, we don't have to hear the when are squats going back question. Yeah. I'm sure somebody they're, will ask when are we getting back. more squats. Right. Um. And he, here's the thing. That might be a thing we see. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because we got. Yeah. Just like sisters. Right. We got sort of. We'll, I'll call it a half codex as far as like units and stuff go. Um, you know, not yeah. too many, and then they expand on it later. Mm. It's going to be good. Time to Next year's going to be different, guys. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe next year will be the year I, I finally paint my horse hair stuff. Well, that's, I guess that's Hobby New Year talk, that's right? New Year. We're that's not there yet. No, no, old business is old right business. Right now, we're just saying business business. Business. we're not doing this again yeah. next year. <laughs> I'm in a good spot. <laughs> good, I feel like I, I can't. You're too far. Local local stores hiring. Yeah, yeah. great. great. No? <laughs> yeah. Too little, too late. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. The local GW <laughs> store. You saying? No, no, no. Local uh, the the cool store, the one with the restaurant. Oh, oh, I've worked at a game store before. I, I'm okay. I don't think you've worked at a store like this one. No, I know. I, some of your some of the guys that go to that store play Marvel Christ Protocol, and they were talking about a tournament they're having, and they're like, yep, 100 tables, beer, food. I, I have heard plenty about uh, The Abyss. It's, um, it's a good fucking store. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are at AdeptCon and you happen to see us, uh, you probably don't know what we look like, but I guess you recognize our voices, uh, feel free to say hi. Um, we'll awkwardly say hi back and wonder how you know us. And then they have an they have realize. an easier time figuring out who I am. I feel like they have like a better percentage. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Figuring out who I am at Adepticon. <sighs> Good. But uh, feel free to say hi. We'll, we will... We'll say hi back. We weren't. We're not mean podcasters. You have to come. Yeah, but okay. You have no, to come no. To the, to here's, the here's, army showcase. Though. Yes. Here's a trick. Here's a trick. Here's what you guys are gonna do. You, if you want to find us or just know what we're about, go follow us on Facebook. Go follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, during Adepticon, we are going to be posting. Like I know we're radio oh, yeah. radio silent most of the time on social media, but during Adepticon, we will be very active. Yes. Yeah. We'll be posting all sorts of just not very elaborate things, but mostly pictures. And you'll get to see what we worked on, what we're presenting, some of the costumes slash uniforms that we have. You'll, yeah. you'll see what we look like. And if you can find if you if you follow us there and you want to find us to say hello or tell me I'm stupid, whatever, I don't care. Um, <laughs> that's the best way to figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Um, and let us know what you're working on. You know, we'd love to see. Your armies uh, at Adepticon. Oh, please, yes. Um, and we're going to meet Adepticon, and there will be some, hopefully, better content for you in the future. Yeah. Uh, but for now, we appreciate you listening, and hopefully we'll see you at Adepticon. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddha's forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddha's network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.